0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Olivier Shaduteau, the founder and managing partner of Day One, a management consulting firm focused on legal and compliance. Hi, Olivier. How are you?
1: Hi, Harry. How are you doing? Very happy to be part of your podcast. Thanks a lot.
0: It's a privilege. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. So, tell us about your background and the genesis of day one.
1: I've been working a lot in this industry, meaning professional services, a long time ago in, in the big six. Now we call before 4 firm Ernst Young and Arthur Anderson. And then I started day one 18 years ago after Anderson disappeared following the Enron crisis. So I started this and I suddenly realized that legal function compliance functions, so mainly whether it was on corporate, you know, legal functions or on professional service firm, mainly law firm, maybe needed to have some advices on strategy, on organization and on digitization. You
0: recently completed your PhD in economics and researched the impact of digital innovation on the legal industry and legal function. First of all, congratulations. That sounds extraordinary.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: What effect is digital innovation having on legal?
1: It's a huge effect. It's really what we usually call in economics a GPT, which means it's a general purpose technology, which basically means that this is going to impact every single industry, no matter what you do. So I'm very positive and not negative. I'm not looking at trumpeters saying that it's going to destroy all the jobs in the world and more than a smith, where it's more, you know, division of labor where you're going to have to really look at different tasks of what you're doing and then suddenly choose whether it, this task should be performed by the machine or should be performed by a human. And it's really the, the biggest impact that I have analyzed in my thesis, in my PhD and see how we can improve the legal service delivery just by mixing human and machine. So it's not the machine against the human or the human against the machine. It's really how we can choose the right thing or, or person to perform a task. So it means that you really have to suddenly look at uh, these uh, different situations. If you look at the legal industry and, and legal function, they were looking at doing things internally or externally without outside councils, mainly right? It was called the make or buy, which is very important. You just internalize as soon as it's cheaper to do things internally, whereas to make this done by the market. So it's really the make or buy analysis that were performed by the general council. With the digital transformation and the digital revolution, before you do the make or buy, you need to do this, what I just explained, it's the mixed human versus machine analysis. And then once you do this analysis, you decide whether you could have the make-all buy when it comes to, to uh, human beings. So that's really a big, big shift. It's really a paradigm shift that we're facing right now. Can you give us some practical examples? The simple example, maybe, and it's not the last one, it could be the contract management. As we saw with the crisis, even the e-signature is digitization. And because you gain time, you, go, you move faster, you can contract and sign a contract faster than ever before because just a few clicks and then you sign your contract. But if you look at the contract management process, it's not only the end of the process, which is to sign the contract, it's also before this project, you can suddenly move to self-service, which is very simple. The lawyers are going to work on templates and to author those templates in a tool where the internal stakeholders will have only to answer a few questions and then suddenly automatically the contract will be done by at least the first draft will be done using the templates of the lawyers answering the question of the intersecular. So suddenly, instead of going to the legal department and talk to your lawyers for NDAs, for buy-side simple contract, or even sell-side simple contract, you can just use a self-service tool and get a contract done in a few minutes, and then move to an internal visa, use the workflows, and then go to e-signature, of course. But not only you can digitalize all the process until the Signature, but even after that, meaning the contract lifecycle management, you are able to renew or not to renew or to get alerts and etc. So, basically, everything now is being done lawyers and tools and internal stakeholders. It's really smart collaborations where people can do what they need to do. It's you know, as if you were using a, a cab and you, you just open an app and you just type where you want to go and you give your credit card, etc. And suddenly, you got a cab, so you get a service. It's exactly the same thing with set service, just ask the question, we're using the templates, we're using the internal process, because behind that, you get contract policy, behind that, you get you know, the signature policy, the power of attorney policy, so that it's really, it's even more secure, because I know that you're going to use my template or my clauses. I know that you're going to respect, because that's in the workflow, the signatory process or policy or all the things that at the end of the day, if you sign or if someone is signing the contract, this is my contract with my clauses, or if you just deviate from a word or from, you know, from a number or from any clauses, we can have dynamic workflows where we don't have all around the company, you know, all the people that needs to review this, but only the relevant people. So it's just, just if you change a legal clause, we can just have a review from legal. If you change a finance clause... You know, we can just have a review from finance and that's it. So we don't have to reorganize all the review from all from five, six or even eight people sometimes that we see in in, in the process. So by doing that, I noticed in in my PhD that you were able to decrease the time by 25%. So if you are able to decrease the time, the lawyer's time by 25%, and 25%, it's more than a day per week, right? So I know it's the theoretical analysis based on survey and data. So it's, it's not you know, something that I got in my mind. It was really real data from real lawyers and real actions that they were trying to give those data from. And I really analyzed that you can decrease the time by 25% to do what? Well, to work on high value work, so negotiation, to work on strategic, to work on litigations, and et cetera. So we can move the, the value to, up to the ladder and make sure that the in-house lawyers are really focusing on how they work and then everything that is either low value or that can be automated, that should go to the digital tools of your organization.
0: How do you see legal professionals adapting what they do to
1: accommodate the changes that you observed in your research? It may be the toughest question that we have in the market. If you don't do anything, basically, yes, we could, we could say this is Schumpeter, a Schumpeter revolution, creative destruction, if you're not doing anything. But if you change, if you are able to embrace you know, and understand that it's really the machine and the human that can create and bring more value and more efficiency, if you understand that, it's not against your expertise. It's not against the relationship with your internal stakeholder because you have better relationships, better conversation on high-value work and not be doing NDA over and over and over, if you understand that, then if you're really willing to change, then you will see that your, your job, your day-to-day job will be more interesting because you will work on how you work. But it's really tough because basically what we're saying that you need to change the way you've been working for years. It could be five years, 10 years, 20 years. And some people just react saying that, so you tell me that have been wrong for the last 20 years. I know. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that now the tools are available because of machine learning or natural language processing, et cetera, now we are able to perform services that the tool were not able to perform five or 10 or 20 years ago. So just like lots of years ago, we use words and we use you know, internet, and et cetera. Now it's, it's really a big shift. The tools and the digital system are here. So please just understand that the more you work with them, the better value you're going to bring to the organization. And the better time you will have to focus on on what you love, which is lawyers. They love to work. I mean, lawyers, they have a brain and they love to use their brain. So please use the tools whenever you want to have more time to use your brain on, again, litigation, strategy, advising to the board or advising to the top management, to your internal stakeholders. Innovation is very key now. This is something that we need to do and manage risk. So this is where we need human beings. This is where we need brain, creativity, judgment call, and et cetera, ethics. We need human beings. We need lawyers. But for the process that could be automated, we don't need them anymore. We just need them to work on the templates if there is a situation, et cetera. So they need to understand that to change the way they work. As we call that in the market, the new ways of working, and it's positive. I think it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. But in this situation, I think it's very positive for the lawyers.
0: What effect has the pandemic had on the way organizations manage their legal and compliance matters?
1: Well, for us, it's very negative. Second, and as maybe now you know, very positive. Second, I think it's very positive. You know, it's a joke, but I used to say that maybe COVID is the best change consultant in the world ever. I mean, this COVID was able to train three billions of people using Zoom and Teams and WebEx and whatever you name it. Just in one month, like a year ago. So people, because people were stuck with this is what I need to do, I don't have any other solution. They were able to suddenly see that, oh yeah, I can do WebEx, I can do Teams, I can do Zoom, and it's working. And my team is working. I know it's not perfect. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, but now it's it's possible. It's difficult. I cannot sign. Yes, you use e-signature. Oh, okay. Now. I don't know where my contract is. Yes, you use a contract lifecycle management tools. I don't know what's happening with my litigation. Yes, you can have a litigation management system. So people suddenly understand. I'm going to say thanks to COVID for the first time of my life. You know, thanks to COVID. the, The people understood that they were able to work and even with more efficiency and be more efficient just by using the tools. So it worked really in terms of digital transformation. COVID was a great change engine and there is no coming back to the other situation. Because people understand and love e-signature. They love contract management system where they just can go and contract with third party in a few minutes or days, depending on the contract, of course. And they don't want to spend weeks and months just reviewing and looking for the right version of the contract and working on a version which is not the right one and et cetera. It's really bringing efficiency. So I think in this situation, we could say that it was very positive for the legal industry. How do you see the legal industry evolving now? First of all, it's not a revolution that will end. It's not that we're going to have a revolution every day, but we need to work or we're entering a paradigm where we need to understand and embrace continuous improvement. So that's number one. It's not that I'm done and then I will do the same work for the rest of my life or for the next five years or, or the next two years. It's just that I was talking about the new ways of working, but in the market, we're also talking about the new ways of selling. You saw the e-commerce, you saw digital, you saw data privacy, you saw what's happening in the market, Here the global trends of the market, or you see the regulatory trends. And I mean, the work is here forever for lawyers. They have lots of work to do, and they got more work in the coming years. The only thing they need to do is how we can organize the way they work so that they're efficient, that they can answer the client's question in a timely manner. The other thing that is quite interesting is that we don't only need lawyers when you work in a legal department. We're going to have to have more people, non-lawyers people that could do paralegal or digital, what I call digital paralegal, to manage and admin you know, those systems. So that's the kind of people that we can going to use. The other is data analytics, because we're going to work with data a lot. So maybe we're going to have more data scientific, scientific people or competencies. That's also something important. The other thing that is quite important is the legal operations function, which is key for legal department now. It has been there for 10 to 15 years, but now we get more and more people. It's impossible to really manage a legal function without a legal operations officer just close to the GC and work on digital transformation, change management, communication, financial law firm policy, and et cetera. So that's very important. And the last thing is, and always the same, is there's a very nice book from a very good friend at Harvard, Heidi Gardner, which is called Smart Collaboration. It's a great book. Everyone should read this book, and it's really what what is going to happen in the future. It's happening now, but it's going to happen in the future. We need to make sure that we're able to collaborate with the right people at the right time in a timely manner. And I think that digital tools, digital platform will enhance the way you collaborate with people. It could be lawyers, it could be internal clients, it could be external clients, it could be authorities, regulatory bodies, and et cetera. We need to find whenever we need to solve a problem, the right people around the table or around the tools so that we collaborate and do what we need to do or what we do best and let other people or tools do the rest. So it's really something that I think is going to be more interesting. I guess we are the generation where we're going to be able, when we will be very old, to talk to our grandsons and daughters and say, well, I was there when the paradigm you know, shifted from uh, the old world to the new world from before COVID and after COVID. It's a new paradigm and we are part of it. It's very, I'm very excited about this situation. It's great. This is Ari Kaplan
0: speaking with Olivier Chaduteau, the founder and managing partner of Day One, a management consulting firm focused on legal and compliance. Olivier, thank you so very much.
1: Thank you, Ari. Thank
0: you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.